friends, I wonder if you have ever had the experience, and trust me, you have, where your plans are well thought out, they make sense, they're logical, you've prayed about them, thought about them, everything is looking good. And then things go a totally different direction. We have all had those experiences where it feels like the Lord is maybe smiling and patting us on the head and saying, oh, good try, because we've planned everything out, we've done what we need to do, and then his plans are what actually wind up happening. And it can feel confusing, frustrating, It can make us question our faith. It can impact our relationships. And part of the reality of enjoying Christian family life, of deepening your relationships with the Lord and with your husband, with your kids, part of the reality of all of that is that we can put in our best effort. We can make plans and seek the Lord's wisdom, but we cannot control what happens in our life or in the lives of our loved ones. And that's what we're going to chat about a little bit today. So if you have ever had that moment where you just feel frustrated or confused or overwhelmed because what's happening does not line up with what you were hoping for and working toward, well, friends, let's dive in to this conversation. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Today, as we take a look at this topic of how to think about and manage the reality that our best efforts, our plans don't actually control what happens, the Lord does all of that, we're going to jump into this conversation from Proverbs chapter 16. And I will give you two uh, warnings right now. You can probably hear it in my voice that, um, I mean... I've been sick up and down for like a month and woke up today and my voice is back to ridiculousness. So my apologies for the strangeness of my voice. You also might hear more background noise in this episode than is common um, because we have no air conditioning. And in South Carolina, without air conditioning, you have to run about a million fans. Um, So, uh you know, some of my plans have not been going the way I thought. So if there's a little weird background noise or my voice is sounding a little funny, that's what's going on. I'm still glad that you are here. And in all honesty, this conversation today looking at Proverbs 16 is one that was kind of, you know, running around in the back of my mind, but I hadn't really planned it out. And then, um, all of the strangeness of my personal plans in life 
led me to think, you know what, let's chat about this a little earlier than I thought because I need to wrestle with scripture right now. I need to humble myself before the Lord and try to seek his wisdom. And so, hey, let's do that together. I will, of course, jump in with my usual disclaimer that I am a therapist here in South Carolina, but I'm not your therapist. This podcast is not therapy. And I will remind you as we jump in that there are a ton of great resources at loveyourpeoplewell.com. Um, particularly today as we jump into Proverbs 16 and kind of wrestling with the question of how do we manage it when our plans and our efforts don't wind up, I mean, at least seemingly influencing what's actually happening, you know, wrestling through that. Um, we have some helpful devotionals and a free resource as well. If you need some help getting into the Bible, reading God's word and actually feeling like, oh, I understand this. I can apply this to my life, my family's life. Um, head on over to loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash free and grab the Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge. That is a great place to get started, um, really developing that habit um, and that skill of diving into God's word and actually understanding it wrestling with it, applying it to your own life. And of course, as I said, there's more devotionals on the website as well. Um, but let's take a look together at Proverbs 16. The first uh, nine verses of Proverbs 16 are what we're going to walk through today. So I'm going to go ahead and just read it to us. And then we'll just think together a little bit about how these verses can encourage us and remind us of truth and keep us humble when we're in these seasons where our plans are not matching up with what's actually happening. So starting in verse one, it says, to humans belong the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes the proper answer of the tongue. All a person's ways seem pure to them, but motives are weighed by the Lord. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. The Lord works out everything to its proper end, even the wicked for a day of disaster. The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this, they will not go unpunished. Through love and faithfulness, sin is atoned for. Through the fear of the Lord, evil is avoided. When the Lord takes pleasure... In anyone's way, he causes their enemies to make peace with them. Better a little with righteousness than much gain with injustice. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Now that last verse there, verse 9, um, that is the verse that I often turn to. Well, 16.3, which is commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. And then 16.9, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Those are two verses that I turn to often when I'm um, trying to plan out something big or I'm struggling because my plan did not happen. And these are verses I turn to often in the counseling room because they are such helpful reminders 
to us when we're wrestling and struggling with pretty much any situation in life. But as we look at all of these verses, we see basically a a refrain about the reality that we as humans, we think we know what's going on. We think that we can see the full picture of life. We think that we understand a lot more than we actually do understand. And I think these verses are helpful because they don't tell us not to plan. They're not saying, well, because God is in control, you know, just say, wake up and kind of do what comes before you that day and don't really think about it, don't really plan about it. Um, We know from other passages in scripture, especially the book of James, we know about how the Lord loves to give us wisdom. We know the Lord wants us to be wise and to be intentional about how we live our lives. But it is the Lord who actually establishes our steps. And so I think we see, um, first of all, just that, that difference, that kind of reality check difference between us as humans thinking we understand everything, thinking, you know, all of our ways seem pure to us. We um, lay out our plans in our heart. We write it in our calendars and our schedules. But the Lord is the one who is actually establishing the plans, making things happen. And verse four here is such an encouragement. It says, the Lord works out everything to its proper end. And that can be difficult to believe when things aren't going the way that we planned or wanted. That can be difficult to believe when your marriage is struggling and you feel like you're trying everything you can think of and it's just not making it better. Or when you're watching your kids struggle and they're having problems with their friends or they're not really grasping that new thing at school and so their their grades are suffering and, you know, and you're trying to help them and you're doing everything you can, and yet it doesn't seem like it's getting better, we can trust that the Lord is going to work everything out to its proper end. But that does not mean it is a promise from the Lord that everything will work out with rainbows and unicorns and a pretty little bow on it looking the way we hope it would look. I mentioned at the beginning of our conversation today that I have been um, sick up and down for like a month, um, which actually coincides with moving to a new home and my husband traveling. And, um, you know, here we are in this kind of not really a fixer upper house, but it's an older house. There's, you know, things that have popped up that we weren't expecting along with things that we were expecting that need to get fixed. And, um, and I have found it very frustrating to, have to go so slowly in unsettling, um, or not unsettling, in settling, (laughs) have to go so slowly in unpacking the boxes and cleaning things and figuring out where it goes because I just don't have the energy. And there are, I mean, honestly, some parts of the house that are, I mean, it was unoccupied for a long time. So there are some spots with a lot of cobwebs and, and it is, uh, re-triggering, you know, this, uh, congestion and voice issues and things like that. 
So there have been things I've been really wanting to do and I have these good plans to get them done and I know they will bless my family and make me feel better and yet I have not had the capacity to do those things. That is frustrating. Is that a like be-all, end-all, huge life-changing experience for me? No, probably not. But it's been a month of day-by-day frustration and a month of day-by-day needing to practice laying my plans, the plans of my heart, the um, organizational intent of my heart, laying that before the Lord, because there's also plenty of other normal things going on, have to take care of the kids, have to do, you know, some work tasks. I have commitments at church and, you know, different things I'm still trying to do. Having to lay all of that before the Lord and trust that he will work everything out to its proper end and just commit it all to him. Now, I know that my example of being sick for the last few weeks is kind of a small pebble in the grand scheme of life. If you're struggling in your marriage, that's a much bigger struggle. If you're struggling with your kids, that's a much bigger struggle. But it's a reality for all of us, I think, that when we have a plan and we're trying to make it happen and it's not happening, that's difficult. That's frustrating. And the last thing that I want to highlight as we look at these verses here, Proverbs 16, 1 through 9, we've talked about that kind of reality check that we think we understand everything and so we make a plan according to that. Sometimes in our own strength, you know, we pray about it, but we're really just asking God to put his stamp of approval on my plan. Well, that's that's not the way the Lord operates. He is the one who actually sees the full picture. He works out everything and he establishes our plans. And we've seen that kind of humility that we need, that trust that we need to to lay our plans before the Lord and trust that he is going to work everything out. And that will not always look like we hope it will or think it will, but because the Lord is good, we can trust that he has a good plan and he will work it out. And then the last thing that I want to highlight here is verse um, verses 7 and 8, which said, When the Lord takes pleasure in anyone's way, he causes their enemies to make peace with them. Better a little with righteousness than much gain with injustice. And I think that these verses stick out to me as I'm wrestling through this issue right now, as we all wrestle through these issues um, at one time or another, it's a reminder to me that the way I approach my plans, and maybe especially the way that I approach my disappointment when my plans aren't working out, or my frustration or confusion when my plans are not working out, the way that I approach that, the motives of my heart, as um, some of the earlier verses spoke to, the Lord is weighing my motives. That's in verse two. And if the Lord is taking pleasure in my way, maybe not my plans, and he may, you know, he may think they're fine because I did pray about them or I, I, you know, I did 
try in my humanness, I tried my best to do what I thought the spirit was leading me to do. That's hopefully how we lay out our plans. But the Lord sees our motives and the Lord watches our reactions and he wants to see us honor him, glorify him, display the fruit of the spirit, most especially when things aren't going well. Those are the times when it's hardest, which means those are the times when it shows the most about his goodness. He is strongest when we are weak. And so we see that reminder here, I think, that when he takes pleasure in our ways, he causes our enemies to make peace with us. He paves the path before us. And again, it's not necessarily going to look the way we hope. But of course, we see the bigger spiritual truth here that our ultimate enemy has been crushed by the blood of Christ. And the Lord looks at us as his children. We are redeemed by Christ. And so even when we are failing, even when my plans are 90% for me and 10% for the Lord, and that is not exactly a motive that's honoring to him, he still takes pleasure in me, in you, in our efforts, because he looks at us and he sees the righteousness of Christ. He sees the peace that Christ has bought in our relationship. And just that reminder there in verse 8, better a little with righteousness than much gain with injustice. I mean, we can try to force things through from our own strength. I'm not saying that will always work, (laughs) but we know from many places in scripture that at some point for many people, the Lord gives them over to the desires of their heart. He allows their hearts to harden against him. And of course, we do not want that. But when I'm attached to a plan that I have, I can force it through. I can put my head down and soldier forward and ignore the uh, promptings from the Lord telling me to stop or to go a different direction. And it's far better to have a little with righteousness, to not get my plans done, to lay everything before him and have to say, okay, I'm going to set all of this to the side, to do that with righteousness rather than try to gain what I want to gain if it's not truly according to his plan or his purpose or his goodness. So my friend, I, I don't know what you might be struggling with right now, what season of life you are in, what plans you have that are not going the way that you would hope. I don't know if they're small, like a cold that just will not go away, (laughs) or, um, you know, trying to make something happen, trying to unpack your house, and it's just going so slowly. Or maybe they're really big. Maybe they're big, important, life-changing plans that are just not looking the way that you hoped. Whether it's big or little, if it matters to you, it matters to the Lord. If it matters to you, it is impacting your family and your relationships. And so we need to lay it before him, commit it to him, trust him, seek his righteousness and his goodness, even if that means our plans get tossed out the window, get trampled on, 
by the little feet of our toddlers <laughs> and whatever's going on for them that day, whatever happens to our plans is nowhere near as important as the Lord's plans and the proper end that he is working everything out toward. So my friends, I would love to hear from you if you have particular struggles right now that I can be praying for. And as we wrap up today, um, one of my human plans <laughs> that I have um, enjoyed over the last several years of this podcast is doing two episodes a week the main episode today, Tuesday, and then our Friday faith follow-up. Um, but with just the craziness of life right now, for the rest of this year, I'm planning to just actually focus on one episode a week. I think that will be Tuesdays instead of Fridays. Um, that may not go on forever, but in this season, as I, as I have laid my plans before the Lord and tried to commit all of that to Him, um, he's just been helping me to see some gaps in how I'm approaching a variety of things that I think, you know, my plans are wonderful and amazing. And yet the Lord is saying, mm, well, that might be true sometimes, but maybe not in this season. And so that's just one little change that you might notice over the next few months is that we're going to um, cut back to just one episode a week. Um, and see how that goes kind of in reality for my life and the other things that I have going on and I want to get done. Um, and then, of course, we will continue with the Faith Fiverr Club, which is our private podcast each week for the Patreon community. And I would really encourage you and love for you to join us over there. Um, the Patreon community is only it's a five dollar a month um, gift of support to this podcast and this ministry to, you know, kind of keep the digital lights on, as they say, pay for hosting and all those little things that come up for anything digital. Um, but I would love for you to join us over there. I have, I try to have a lot of perks and extra goodies, including the private podcast every week called the Faith Fiverr Club, um, with really quick devotionals or like a deep dive into our topic of the week. Um, just as a thank you and to make that investment in this ministry um, extra worthwhile for you. So if you're already in our Patreon community, I am so glad you are there and we will be chatting tomorrow in the Faith Fiverr Club. We'll see how my voice sounds. You know, hopefully it's a little bit better than today, but you know, day by day, as long as we keep moving forward with the Lord's grace, it is what it is. It is what he wants it to be. Um, so I would love for you to join us over there in the Faith Fiverr Club. And my friends, we will be back next week. That is my plan. I feel pretty confident that's the Lord's plan. <laughs> but of course, it is all in his hands and he is working it all out. So until then, hugs and blessings to you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon.